Hello, hello. Welcome to St. Codependencia, a podcast about all things mental health. I am your host, Courtney Coleman. Thank you so much for joining me today. Woo! What a week. I launched the podcast last week and it has been amazing. Uh, getting the feedback and sharing it has been nerve wracking. <laughs> as hell. Oh my gosh, I've been a bundle of nerves. Lots of ups and downs and also a lot of splinters too. Needed to be taken out. <laughs> I felt like I was like a dog that had run in with a a porcupine, you know. <laughs> but feel so much better, feel feel great and really am kind of in shock. Number one, I'm a podcaster. Like what? <laughs> what? For so long, it just was on my computer, and uh, now it's real. Still getting used to it. It's crazy. But thank you, everyone who has sent me messages and reached out to me on Facebook or email. I really appreciate all the love and support from everyone. And I really hope that no one feels guilty about. I've gotten a lot of messages about feeling bad that they weren't able to be there for me either as a child or, you know, recently. And I don't want anybody to feel any of that because by the grace of God, I was protected every day of my life and and I still am to this day and I am so grateful that God has gotten me on this journey and what I'm about to talk about today is I think something that was really the propeller for healing. And I think that this is a really potent analogy for you guys. So the biggest comment I had from people when I published the podcast was that, oh man, you're so vulnerable and you're putting yourself out there. And yes, I am. And after this week of just really going through all the ups and downs and so many emotions, so many things from my childhood coming back to me and then handling them in a different way than I have in the past and and feeling that progress that I've been trying to communicate with you guys it was like I was I was listening to myself in my head when I was removing the splinters and man I got a shit ton out I was like another one bites the dust another one bites the dust hey hey you know I was like whoa get that shit out of me and so that was like so exciting to experience. And I hope you guys can start doing that for yourself with whatever splinters may be inside of you. And um, yes, I put myself out there, but I put an old version of myself. Like that isn't who I am anymore. And that's what's so amazing about this process of recovery is that you can release the shame and, and you can stop hiding and live authentically. And I was put in caregiver roles so early, I never really got to discover my personality. I was in like fight or flight mode for the time when you really get a chance to like discover your favorite things, your likes, your dislikes. I kind of had to mold who I was depending on the caregiver I was with. If I was with my dad, I had to be his enabler, secret keeper. You know, I couldn't tell anybody that he was leaving us alone in parked cars for hours and doing God knows what. And it's so funny. I was I was dealing with all these splinters that came back to me this week. 
And I was putting 2021 lenses on like 1991 because this kind of all happened when I was like eight or nine, which is my daughter's age. And believe me, the irony is not lost on me with the whole pattern of it all. It was nuts because today my dad would have been slammed in jail so fast, so many times. Like it's so nuts because iPhones and Facebook have put so much accountability. I mean, they brought a lot of yucky stuff as technology. It it brings all of it, the positive and negative. But the recklessness, there was no accountability for my dad. And we were really left unprotected. And that realization of the extreme vulnerability that I have now and the extreme vulnerability I had then as a child, it kind of all connected for me. And there was one thing that was always constant, and it was my belief in God. I knew that even though my dad was doing bad things, he was making bad choices, it wasn't healthy. It was clear he he wasn't accepting the role of father. He was like a fun uncle <laughs> to everybody, including me. <laughs> and it's like weird to say, but that's how it was. I thought that Oh, it was so great. Like my dad never makes us go to bed. And then I'm looking back on it now that I'm a parent. I was like, oh, he was passing out. And I was just like putting the covers over him at 4 a.m. And I was the one sitting up worried that he might choke or die or something. All of that stuff is kind of hitting me. And I think the hiding is part and parcel of the codependent life. And so by me admitting to the whole world in this podcast and all my friends and neighbors and family members and everybody that yes, that was a pattern that I used to have my old self. There was these patterns of hiding and I traced it all the way back to my dad's exact patterns that were placed within me before I even had any awareness to know that it was wrong. Hiding became normal for me in order for me to have a relationship with my father. I had to not rat him out. As long as I went with the program, he was okay. But if I tried to bring up anything about it being unsafe or you got to go home or please stop drinking, he would turn on me. And so I had no choice but to silence my inner voice that was saying that this is wrong. I had to conform in order to receive love from my primary caregiver. I had to change I had to do something that didn't feel right so that I could receive love and validation that every child needs. And you can do that as a parent with anything. You can withhold that love and validation to manipulate. And a lot of parents do that in different ways. And then just know that whatever way that that you're doing it, you probably learned it from your mom and dad and you're passing it down on to your kids and so on and so forth. And that's why what's what's so exciting for me is that I'm really I'm really teaching my kids healthy ways of, you know, managing a flower box. Mental miracle grow. I came up with this this morning. This wasn't even one of my top front runners that I was going to do. I've been thinking about episode five for quite a bit. But this one came to me because of the feedback that I got from everybody being impressed that I was putting myself out there, quote unquote. And if I'm going to do a codependency podcast, I feel like I have to talk about the hiding because it is part of it. When people are in codependency, they're actors. They're pretending. They're pretending that they are happy and they're on top of the world. I mean, and most people who knew my dad, and there's probably a lot of you out there listening that knew him, and this may be shocking to you because he just always seemed like a 
good old boy that he was around us. We had relationships with him. And so a lot of people, once he started really getting sick and dying from alcoholism, didn't even know that it was that bad. And because he was so great at making everybody think that he, like he was just slam dunking it home runs all the time for him you know he was he was doing awesome picking up people's tabs gambling going on shopping sprees and he deep down was in so much pain and it was all those pain relievers he was just constantly consuming all these different types of pain relievers and then because the time that we had together it was mandated that I had to go with him by the court there was no parent and then there was no buffer between him and I. And he gave me the responsibility. He was like, look, I'm going to get wasted this whole time, but you're not going to tell anybody that. <laughs> Essentially, that's what he told me. So I was forced to lie and hide to, to survive. And I didn't know all of these things were running my life until now because I told the truth <laughs> and it sets you free. And that's why mental miracle grow is honesty. That is what you can put on your garden. I got a lot of questions. Okay, Courtney, so what can you put on your garden to make it grow? This is it, honesty. Be honest with yourself first. And the sooner you do that, the quicker the splinters can come out. The sooner that you stop protecting bad behavior from either yourself or other people, the sooner you can get those splinters out and you can start bandaging them up and getting to a really healthy place. And the reason why I said it on the podcast that I used to hide and sneak booze was because that was me actively pulling out that weed from my flower box. That was me saying, bye, bye girl. I'm like pulling weeds out left and right. I'm putting on miracle grow. I'm like pressure washing it. <laughs> I'm going nuts. Because hiding is like putting logs on a shame fire. It keeps you in the depression, the addiction. It keeps you down there. And so the lying and the hiding go hand in hand because you're hiding because you're lying to yourself that it's wrong and you, you're you lying to yourself that you have control over it, whatever it may be. Some people, it might be shopping. Some people, it might be porn, food. Um, gambling, like it could be anything, you know, like mine was alcohol because my dad's was, it could have been something else. It wasn't in my case, but the codependency and the dynamic between him being the addict and me being the child of him being the addict, it doesn't matter if it was the gambling or the drinking, or if it was something else that he was doing for the pain reliever, the splinters are the same. So just because my dad was an alcoholic and your dad might not be, but he's X, Y, Z. That's why I want to bring this information to light because this is applicable throughout all people's lives and relationships. And it's for the health of yourself because you deserve it. And it's for the health of your kids because every parent wants those blooms in their child's flower box. But if the parent doesn't know how to grow the bloom, they can't teach it. They can't do it. They just don't know. They don't know how to get the weeds out and the fungus gets overgrown trying to do the wrong things. So here's some of the right things. Tell the truth. And why don't we tell the truth? Because it hurts. The truth hurts. It's hard. Lying is easier. Makes it more digestible. You can get away with things. You can manipulate. You can. It makes us feel better because we can continue doing what we want to do regardless of whether it's good for us. So that's why we lie. 
But if a parent is not not taking care of themselves mentally, emotionally, physically, like how is the child supposed to know how to do that for themselves? So they're picking up whatever you've got. And my dad didn't. He didn't pick up the role of a father at all. So I didn't have any guidance. And the lie that I told myself my whole life was that I didn't need it and that I could do it on my own. But I couldn't. That last straw broke that camel's back. 2020 camel's backs popping out. But all of my experiences of doing things on my own, like I don't need it. I can do it. I got really good at doing that, picking up the responsibility. Let me do it. All right. So I'll figure it out. But I'm a kid. So I usually figure it out wrong. Kids need guidance. No matter who you are, you need a parent. You need somebody showing you how to do things the right way. So codependents, what they do is they grow up and they learn unhealthy ways of doing things because they've had to figure it out on their own. Nobody showed them the right way. And so then the cycles just keep going. I tried so hard to believe that I didn't need him, but I did. Every kid does. So the lying and the hiding keeps you in the darkness and telling the truth is what pulls out those weeds. And I was in a lot of pain this week. I'll be totally honest. I was in a lot of pain. There was a lot of things that happened and didn't happen. And telling the truth, being honest, is the best thing you can do for yourself, for your life. Be brutally honest with yourself. It's just like pulling out a weed. Sometimes they're really stuck in there. (laughs) Sometimes you really got to pull them out. Pull them out. They can be out of your headspace because I know you want more for yourself. Because those splinters, they just get worse and worse. That fungus starts to take over more and more blooms. So what you can do is you can change, you can evolve. And that's the only constant really in life is changing. But you have to stop lying to yourself and lying and believing the lies of others. Holding yourself accountable is the only way to get the weed out. My dad was still denying like on his deathbed. His doctors are like, you have three months to live. He was like, nope, no, no, that's not true. They're like, um, what? Yeah. (laughs) He lied to himself up until the very end. And his whole life was spent in the dark, in that shame. And so here's some things that you can just put on your flower box, put on your wound. It's honesty. It brings healing. It brings peace. It's very hard and can be very painful. But it's so worth doing because if you dig up those weeds and if you take care of yourself, you can finally start to bloom. So that's the message for today. I wanted to, (laughs) before I moved on from horticulture, (laughs) I didn't want to go totally left and do something crazy like an airplane or something. So while we were talking about flower boxes still, I wanted to bring in some miracle grow just to enhance that episode a little bit. So thank you all so much for joining me. Please leave me a review if you don't mind. Just tappy tap tap right below here. Just scroll up, hit tap to review, subscribe, share on social. I'm really been out of the social media game. So I'm really asking help from you guys. Please share it with your friends if you feel inclined. I really would love it to get in some more ear holes. All right. Bye-bye. Please be advised that I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I have any degrees in mental health. I strongly encourage everyone to seek out the care of a mental health professional. 
And as always, go find your light and where you begin is within. Bye.